that effect, today we are going to talk about the concept of blissology. Amazed? Blissology is a word coined especially for you. And it will give you a definite paradigm shift and a paradigm shift which is massive. I conceive blissology that allows the wisdom of our innermost God to guide our relationships in conjunction with our bodies, communities, nature and the universe. And basically blissology is an art of creating a path that maximizes the highest degree of happiness for you and in fact for everybody. It's like a feeling of ecstasy, where you find light even in the darkness. Bliss lies in the balance which comes with miracle, which comes with wonderment, and which comes with creativity. Basically, it is following your instinct, your concepts, your authentic self, and witnessing the universe as it is. You have to break down the walls and open new doors to happiness. As a matter of fact, since ancient times, and more especially now, happiness is represented as a journey of life. And that journey is em emphasized and exemplified as a possible progress in nature. Essentially, the hypothesis getting off to a good start is followed by upward spiral method. Success breeds happiness and upward spiral method means that while success does breed happiness, many times it may not, as a matter of fact. It's a bootstrapping process where the default upward spiral can immediately throw you down to abyss. Many times you will find that when you are more successful you suffer from a feeling of ennui, a feeling of exhaustion. That success is transient in nature and since it's transient in nature you at time feel what's happening. Happiness comes from fulfillment of desires, but not all desires. It comes from external things, situations, behaviors, actions. But the real happiness comes from within. And as a matter of fact, have you seen one thing that's very important? That happiness is not something which is unalloyed. Every time you are happy, you are bound to experience some degree of sadness as a byproduct. If you are observant enough, you will notice that after happiness, your sadness is more serene, but you can definitely experience it, whether you are a human being or even if you don't belong to that category, you would feel that mere material happiness, success rather, would not give you happiness. So what's next? 
in this endless pursuit of happiness. Do we just take birth, grow up, are successful materially, die? Or is it spiritual? No, it's a combination. Do we chase the things that reinforce our self? And if we do that, then we are in real happiness. Happiness is not only the purpose of attainment because in a life movie without identifying yourself with your role, life becomes meaningless. And that's the reason that until and unless you realize yourself, your authentic self, your aim, your goal, success or no success, you would remain unhappy until and unless you are able to achieve that very ephemeral thing called bliss. And that's where it is that I talk of blissology, the word as I said, coined for you. But how to achieve bliss? Blissology is a quest. It's like the holy grail. But Jason could win the Holy Grail. Not everybody can. But you can be Jason. It's a past, fast word. Very fast. And we consist of our vocation and mission statement of life. That our road to our dream isn't always simple to navigate. It's dotted with the mountains or valleys. With the water bodies with deep abysses, obstacles, and our mind becomes numb with all the difficulties and impediments and obstructions. At times we feel that we are incompetent. We get lost in the way. The pain, the misery, the troubles, the financial disasters, the disease, they are obstacles, are other, I would say, diversions on our way to attain bliss. So we have no time to think and wait. And as, as Stevenson said, what is this life is full of care? We have no time to stand and stare. So you have got to find time to stand and stare. That's the basic of the quest of this holy grail. Balance your life and conceptualize your destination. Our problem is that we never conceptualize what we really want to be. We don't know where we are leading. We are adrift in the ocean of life without any mooring. So as an individual, your core value of life needs to be acknowledged by refresh reflection about the concept of blissology in your life and it will help you awaken a sense of connectiveness and when I say connectiveness I mean with yourself and others and gain access to nature. It's a way of life, taps into the nature's stillness as an essential gateway to live with grace and calmness. You have to create your point of bliss. 
Have you ever seen a reset the computer? You say, I restore the computer to a point. The restoration point you have. Similarly, in your life, you have got to create a point, a point of bliss. And the moment comes when you become aware of your inner reality. And that is the moment when you can unlock your true bliss. The pattern is exceptionally clear. Successful people do what they do. And they do not because of the material progress. As a matter of fact, whether you are a leader or a lad, whether you are a businessman or a teacher or a student or a whatever in your life, you are chasing your set of positive bliss-like addictive drugs. Just you have to, no matter what. It becomes a part of journey. So, how to attain bliss? I'll follow the quest of blissology. There are nine secrets of that. And I'm going to tell you about them. First is unlock your consciousness. Your only real problem is that you have forgotten who you are. You think your limousines, your huge houses are you. No, you are not. You are what you think, what your values are and you have got to choose. And again, let me tell you, I am not against material wealth. It is important. You would be miserable if you don't have material wealth. But it should not be the end all. It should be the means to an end not a goal by itself. So, you have to embark on this quest of blissology as a step of awareness. Awareness means authenticity. Be yourself, as I always say. Be authentic. Turn your solitude and become mindfully aware of each moment each moment, whether it's of happiness or pain, the present, the present second, should have a meaning for you. Second is embrace yourself. The people who say, don't embrace yourself, don't feel, are wrong. If you don't hug yourself, and by that, accept yourself as you are, with all your defects, with all your pitfalls. People often say that I'm egoist and I say, yes, I am. Is my quality, right or wrong, is immaterial. What is the reality is that I am. So why should I whitewash it with saying that I'm humble, I'm modest? No, I'm not. As I said once, that everybody should be embracing oneself. A girl is proud of her beauty. A wealthy man is proud of his wealth. An intelligent man is capable of his intelligence. A knowledgeable man is capable or proud of his knowledge. So accept what you are. 
And once you accept you are, whatever you are, you would find that will give you bliss. You will be at peace with yourself because you realize what you are. And there's, if suppose you are a janitor, and you are proud to be a janitor, you accept me, well, I'm a janitor. So what's wrong with that? That is a means to bliss. The third is, create a sacred zone. Perfect bliss believes, and it prevails. We are human beings, and nature merge. It's a sacred place. You go to a church, or a masjid, or a gurdwara, or a temple, because you feel that sacred, and you feel serene, peaceful. Why can't you create your working space, or your bedroom, or your living room, a sacred zone by itself? What prohibits you? Is it the absence of the idols or the holy books? No. It is an attitudinal issue. You go to a place of worship with a feeling that you are going to get peace. So, try to generate that feeling, create a zone where you feel safe, serene, undisturbed. It's important for you to bring yourself and basically it's aligned with acceptance. If you accept what you are, you are creating an aura around you and that is your sacred zone. Ideal would be you choose a nature because there is inevitable connection between nature and the universe. You would always feel more happy in natural surroundings, be it a beach, be it a garden, be it a forest, be it a running brook, wherever. Nature is meant to be holy and a sanctuary for spiritual practice, as trees and groves are symbolic of you, and they have a hidden message for you. And allied to this is the fourth secret, I call it nature meditation. People what they do is, they start meditating in the closed rooms. No. They say thoughts would wander if you are in open. Well, control your thoughts, don't let them wander off. As a matter of fact, when you are in tune with nature, when you listen to the sounds of nature, and then you meditate, that's a real meditation because your inner vibrations and the outer vibrations, they are in consonance. It will give you a peaceful mind. You will be absolved of all the distractions. So, even if you spend five minutes in the company of nature, you would find the true essence of happiness. And along with that, take short breaths. People will say, breathe. No. I, I was reading somewhere that when you breathe through your purse list by creating a small hole, as small as possible your mouth will breathe through, you would find that will help you. And the best is practice for about short time. And breathing through the nostrils, I am doing it 
first left, then right, and then keeping it. It does give you some satisfaction. It may not relieve the pain, but it may give you peace of mind because only reason is it distracts you from the humdrum life. And then, yes, your muscles, your imbalance, that's important. If your body is tight, then you need flexibility. And blissology is a concept of mind as well as body. So when you are dealing with stress and anxiety, tightness and rigidity in the body increases. That's why the people who are authentic, people who know that their problems are their problems. And when you embrace the problems, your body muscles will relax automatically. It's like either you get an external massage or you get an internal massage. Choice is yours. Then combine the powerful law. This is very important. Reclaim your personal power. Now you'll say, how to reclaim the personal power? Simple. It's a five-step process. First is clear decision. Whatever you do, take a clear decision. Right or wrong, doesn't matter. Once you have taken a decision, stick to it. And it should be clear, no ambiguities, no hedges, no ifs and buts. Second is visualize. It's an important powerful tool, visualizing. Have you ever tried to visualize your dreams? I remember, even as a child, I used to dream what I would like to be. I used to dream how the people would listen to me, read me, and then talk about me. I always visualize my dreams, my thoughts, whatever I think, I frame a mental picture of that. The idea is to indulge in daydreams. Your parents, your teachers would say, don't daydream, they're always telling you. Indulge in daydreams. Daydreams will make you full of happiness. They will give you that bliss, which cannot be explained at all. For third step, after you have done the high technically a decision, you have visualized it, is the formation, a positive mantra that needs to rewrite your subconscious mind. Affirm, believe in yourself. That's the important thing when say affirmation. Yes, I am. What I said earlier, embrace yourself, hug yourself. This is the feeling. Then take a step. Take action. Decision has been taken. You have visualized it. You have affirmed it. So what stops you? The last step. Start action. And then most important secret, as it said, is support yourself. Reality reflects back on your own sport. If you think that outside sport is going to help you, no, it's very nominal in nature. The real sport comes from within you. Many times you feel that the world has ignored you, forgotten you. But then why do you forget your dreams have not forgotten you? You can still dream. So don't ignore your dreams. Don't withdraw from them. 
ये मोमेंट यू डू सो यू आर बेटर डेट लेट मी बी ब्रूटली फ्रेंड सो कीप ऑन ड्रीमिंग कीप ऑन लिविंग योर ड्रीम्स एंड दैट इज अ पार्ट ऑफ ब्लेसोलॉजी नथिंग कैन बी बेटर देन दैट एंड डू दैट यू कैन बी शो life is yours for the taking what more do you want